Righto, g'day ladies and gents, welcome back to Life of Mine, the go-to mining podcast. Matty Michael here, after a bit of a COVID lockdown, long swing, bloody etc, hiatus, we're back, we're back stronger than ever. Now, first up, we've got a merch sale on lifeofmindpodcast.com forward slash shop. T-shirts, everything, stubby olders, hats, prices slash, prices reduced, get in quick while the bloody clearance lasts. And the new Tucker shirts are out too. Tucker, the jumbo. <clears throat> Go on the shop, you'll see what it means. Bloody brilliant. We've got hoodies as well. The hoodies are comfy as. Can't say how good the merch is. It is too bloody good. Get in while stocks last. Now, we've got a bit of content coming out here. We had a kind enough bloke to come along yesterday. Jeffrey Dharma Elder. Highly qualified underground mining professional, jump operator, but has done a shitload of bogging and charging and awesome mining in general. Now, we've split this up into a few episodes. Now, first episode I've got for you today with Dharma. We also did one with uh, Blake the Big Fella, school holiday special, about the best video games out there. Uh, Dharma ticks all the boxes. This one, Emulsion. Charger. This is for emulsion and charger. Development mainly. Everyone whinges, ah, the info's heaps better than emulsion, blah, blah, blah. Well, Dharma has done shitloads of emulsion charging, gives a few bloody tips and tricks to make sure or give yourself the best statistical chance to get the best result when using emulsion in charge up. So, here we go. He's pretty passionate. He's a very passionate charge up man. And this is the only one that makes the public forum because when we went on to bogging he got a bit passionate and uh let too many c-bombs loose so that's going to be patron only along with the loose story so if you want to listen to boggin and dharma's loose stories go to podbean become a patron and you'll hear dharma's passion for bogging and how much he hates people that aren't good on the bogger so here we go a bit of emulsion development charge up love tips tricks 101 with jeffrey elder AKA Dharma. Here we go. Check in the portal. Copy, ship boss. Okay, radio check. Yeah, radio's working fine. Yeah, copy all personnel. Yeah, copy, mate. The chair in the vent bag. Yeah, stitch her up there. Thanks, mate. Yeah, right, hey, copy that. Hey, we're on. <laughs> we're bloody on. Right, Dharma. Oh, this is this will be the new. This will be episode two. We've just started. Oh, look out! Welcome, brother. Cheers. Thanks for coming <laughs> down. No, no worries. Jeffrey, also known Dharma Elder. Just Dharma's good. Yeah. Dharma. Yeah, good. I don't answer to Jeff or Jeffrey oh, very often, <laughs> except turn your missus up you about how much you spend on darts each year. Yes, twelve thousand dollars a year, Jeffrey. Apparently, yeah, apparently. <laughs> Fuck if I know. It's one thing I don't want to keep tabs on. <laughs> when the bloody when, who give you Dharma? Dharma, all right, so there you go, here's, here's an old story. Here's the story. Sharing back to when I first started, it would have been 2006 was when I first started. <clears throat> I started working with a fellow by the name of Chris Gindon, and he uh, currently works for KCA, he does recruitment for them. Oh, yeah. But he was mining, he was at Agnew, at Waterloo, at Trident with me, and he tried it when we first started back at Waterloo, and... Um, <laughs> it just didn't take. Everyone was like, the fuck are you talking about? Dana, what is this? And everyone just called me Jeff. Everyone carried on. I was too busy running around to hear the fucking radio. I didn't care. So <laughs> I um proceeded to fuck that up and got sacked. 
for getting on the piss. Heaven forbid, old Mickey Roden sacked me that day. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I wound up at uh, Trident or Higginsville three months later. And uh, I've walked into this meeting room and seen a fellow by the name of Clint Carroll. He's like, what are you doing here? I was like, nippering. He goes, yeah, all right, you, you come with me. You'll fucking come with me. Because he knew I could charge. He was at the yeah, last yeah. joint. And um, I've walked into this meeting and there's Chris, me mate. He, uh, he just sits there and goes, hey, Dharma. In this morning meeting, room full of fucking people. And it just stuck from there. People just thought, oh, that must be his fucking nickname or whatever. You know? <laughs> and no shit, yeah, here we are 15, 16 years later or whatever. And, and You introduce fucking, yourself as Dharma now. Well, now, because I don't hear it on the radio. Yeah. If people start calling up Jeff, 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 I'll fuck if I hear it. <laughs> Fuck's Jeff. Someone, someone says Dharma, I'll just oh, yeah, copy. Away <laughs> we go, yeah. And so it's... So it's fucking funny. We've all got those alter egos or yeah. whatever that we get from mining, and mine just happens to be. Why Dharma? Please explain Dharma <laughs> if people haven't got much knowledge of American serial killers. Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> he is a serial killer, Jeffrey Dharma. He was the original, and I've um I've got one hell of a temper when I went charging. That's where it came from. <laughs> I used to fruit out that bad. I remember talking to the Anfo hose once. That was. What did you say to the? What what, do you really want to fucking do this? <laughs> I'm holding on. I'm holding on to it at the edge of the basket, just having a shit of a time in a decline somewhere, and talking to the fucking airflow hose, and picking up boxes of power gel, throwing them at the wall, and <laughs> there's fucking sausages everywhere, you know. And here he is, and he's just like, "I'm going to call you Dharma." I was like, "Whatever, cut, just charge a cut." Right, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that stuck, and that's. That's where it come from. Old Chris Gindert. Yep. There you go. Well, that's funny. It's on your fucking... Oh, get your fucking soft drink. The young fella's soft drink out of the road. Damage <coughs> the credibility of the joint. Nah, certainly It's stuck won't. like bloody shit, all right. Mm. To a blanket, mate. Yeah. <laughs> She's, um... That's the nickname, mate. I'll kind of just... That's how it is now. I've, seen, of, I've never seen anyone like turn the what we call the kick panel on the jumbo into a punch <laughs> panel like i've never seen someone punch the panel and actually shake the jumbo well it's not as satisfying when you kick it because you can't wind up at it that's oh. what i find it's too confined between your seat and the kick panels and they're just terribly named so i used to just turn around and wind up and punch fuck out of them that's <laughs> And it hurts your hand like all fucking your levers are. A you bit must have strong wrist, but because I'll be I'll be dislocating shit if I was oh, hitting it like you. Know. Know. I've broken my left one three times or something, so I don't think it's that <laughs> fucking strong. But I remember seeing you one day. It's like it was just literally the boom wasn't lifting high quick enough for you. Yeah, that that that, that constituted a. And that, needed, and that it needed to and be that bashed. Fucking been like jumbo one thirty three. That have pissed you off that much. That, that Rio jumbo. <laughs> oh my god, that thing was slow. That was disgraceful. <laughs> I got my new car out there and he, I was choosing the license plates. And he goes, oh, I've got one here and it's these numbers and it's 1HEL133. So 1HEL133. And I was like, That's yep, it. I'm never going to forget that. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> that, that drill, God, that used to drive me mental because I was, I've got to be honest, I was kissed on the dick when I started on the Orange Jumbos when I went out to work with um, West Gold out at Paddy's. We had... A guy that now works for Sandvik is one of our drill fitters, Torrin. He's exceptional. And there's another guy by the name of Dado. They're both kick-ass drill yeah, fitters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was up Amazing drill fitters. You know what I mean? These guys are fucking sensational. Yeah. And that was my first Sandvik drill. So flat out, this thing was just perfect. This thing ran all the time. The only time to break is when you fuck something up, you know? And that was wicked. And then I 
switched gigs and came out to where I met you at Agnew, and this thing was just that slow. I was fruiting out. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was losing my mind and going, I know what it's meant to do and it's not fucking doing anything, you know? <laughs> So it was funny. You know? I just love parking up next to your rig and just uh, just watch. I didn't even watch the, what, the jumbo. I, was, I just watched you. It was like, that, that's like people should pay tickets to watch the Dharma show, <laughs> the, the violence towards the bloody uh, yeah. Sandvik. You need to make your bloody uh, your, your cab panels punch proof. No, like, oh, no the bloody. not at all. Oh, no, they're pretty. They're with LG. I think they're a they're, bit they're deformed. Fairly, they're fairly solid. You make yeah. them even stronger, I'll have broken knuckles. You can't fucking do that. They'll be a bit bloody deformed by now, I'd say. <laughs> but, nah, that was, that was the main reason. Yeah, I used to fruit air. You should have seen me charge. Oh, oh fuck. I, heard, oh, I think I saw you hanging vent bag one day from a distance. Sorry, I heard you hanging vent bag. Oh, yeah. Going off. Absolutely. Yeah. What, 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 what was, like... Oh, you I probably can't narrow it down to one single day that you were going <laughs> off. Oh, it could be. Oh, it could have been a number of things. That's my problem. It's, it's, it's never people I usually. It's, it's, what, it's no, the environment. I try, I try not to yell at people because I just think people don't deserve it nine out of ten times. But it's those little things that happen in front of you that are just so fucking frustrating. You know what I mean? It's like you're pulling a vent bag down and two people have hung the vent. So the clips face the different way every time. Each clip on the fucking knocker one. Yeah, one so, left hand. So you're one trying to right pull it. this one, and then you're trying to reach and pull the other one. Just for fuck's sake, can't one of you do it? You know, it doesn't take <laughs> two years to fucking put clips in. Hang the cunt. <laughs> it's not that fucking hard. So I would have fruited out because of that, or if the clips are stuck, or some fuckhead just hasn't hung it properly, or it could have been a number of reasons. But I, I just fruit out over the little things like that. Not so much anymore. <laughs> I tend to be a bit calmer these days because. Well, there was only one direction. There, there was one direction to go for you. You couldn't fruit out any more no, than you were. No, I don't think so. It, it wasn't just, sustainable long term. It, it just saps so much energy out of you, off man. That's the one thing. You're sitting there busy screaming at something that doesn't even talk and you wind up fucking <laughs> losing your mind. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't go well for you. Oh, fuck. I'm like, look. Yeah, I'm glad you've changed your ways, but like for entertainment, I'm sort of regretting. Like, oh, don't worry. Like, there's gonna, there's yeah, still, still moments makes, through the day, mate. It still it makes an appearance, cameo every now and then, eh? Oh, you can't control it sometimes. <laughs> it just happens, mate. You fruit a little bit and you get a bit aggro and these things happen. But Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Tell you what. Yeah, good entertainment, Dharma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone right, enjoyed there's it. Well, the, there's the bloody Dharma intro. Now, before we get into the rough as guts, subscriber edition right that <laughs> is like to be hidden away from any corporate personnel or potential employer yeah, well i'm open open like the corporate people might just have a bit of a dabble and give me that few bucks a month because it's good entertainment well, if they're from corporate i believe it should be a 500 a month access not three exactly months. yeah no, that'd because be a bloody, yeah that could cancel future employment jobs exactly for me yeah, later on yeah. so there's one of us better make money there you go that i'm being honest there you yeah. go <laughs> to, to give it to the bloody uh yeah any extra proceeds go to the dharma um oh yeah the funny, sack sackable the, sack fund the dharma fun employment fund yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, if there's any hiatuses between jobs yeah right so we'll get that so <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about this further after absolutely now what well, we're we, we haven't got uh, you have no, you don't have just to offer bloody rough as gut stories and uh, anger issues. There is a bit of mining knowledge contained in that little noggin of yours. Oh, every rather once big in, noggin. Actually, every once in a while, I tried to do it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. A couple of themes I wanted to hit today before we get into the uh, shift change shenanigans and um, <laughs> Dharma's 
questionable bogging sometimes. Uh, I won't talk about it. Well, uh, I want to talk about emulsion and I want to talk about bogging. So, I always sits with me all the time. You you might have had six or seven beers in you when you used to always say this, but everyone whinges and bitches about emulsion. Ah, emulsion's fucked for development, doesn't pull as good as Amphi, blah, blah, blah. But you always said to me, emulsion's fucking awesome if you know how to use it. Oh, I agree. And that's, I'll stand by that too, because frankly it is. It's like anything. I mean, Sandvik boggers versus cat boggers. I mean... You either like one or the other and you think the other's shit. But at the end of the day, they both have four wheels in a bucket. If you know how to use it, you're going to get a good result from it at the end. But I mean, I sat in a hypercharged ticket with a fella named Pez. And he took me down and he showed you through it. You know what I mean? You actually explained the pump, the gasser, how it all works and what you need to do in order to actually maintain it. The, I find the one common problem that you have a lot of the time with people is they're trying to treat an emulsion hose like an amphi hose they're withdrawing too fast like a bogger they're trying to treat a sandvik like a cat you can't do it mate yeah you just you flat out can't they're a different machine and you've got to learn the quirks that come with it so with emulsion charging it's more a matter of just that little bit of patience charge the hole properly and then let the gasser do its job make sure it's working properly to start with and then move to your next hole your speed can come because you've got a rigid hose, you've got deep primers, you don't have to move your basket as often. If you're tall enough like me, you can charge, say, 12 to 15 holes relative to where it is in the face at any one time. So <clears throat> that's where a lot of the speed comes with emulsion charge. And I was charging at Paddy's Flat with emulsion, a fellow by the name of Tom Robertson. And for two of us, we'd wheel in and out of a four and a half, four and a half metre ore drive in about 15 minutes. Not jacks down to jacks up, pulling out. I mean, once you've got it, and these cuts were going well, you know what I mean? I was charging for the likes of Cody Spud and um, Darren King was another fellow that was out there. And these are all pretty qualified jumbo operators. They're all very good. So the cuts they leave, if you're charging properly, you get a mad end product. You know, the banded iron snapped off hard. Even the soft shit pulled well. So I just, I'm a firm believer in emulsion can do the job as long as people are patient enough to learn how to use it properly. So when you, when you talk about uh, for people that, might not have charged with Ampo or might not have charged with the Bolsh or yeah. haven't done both. When you talk about charging like you charge an Ampho, yeah. what are the big differences about charging your technique? Just a, a matter of just getting the product in the hole. What what changes between the two of them? So your Ampho always runs off how well you look after the air system in your machine, right? So all your airlines, your shuttle valves, the fact that your Ampho will shut off on and off quickly and as long as you've got your air pressure right, it's going to pack in your holes. As long as you're not pulling that too fast, you're going to get full encapsulation through the booster all the way back to where you pull up, say, your uncharged collar. With Amphi, there was never an uncharged collar. They're all pink. Charge fuck out everything and send it. Emulsion, you don't have that luxury because it's all fallen on you by the time you finish. You know what I mean? So working out how far you need to, how far you need your emulsion to come to hold to leave your uncharged collar. So... Is, isn't that automatic now, bud, on the bloody Yeah, so it's all, to do, rigs? Your, it's all to do with your gas rate, right? So And your hole diameter, right? How much goes yep, into the bloody correct. thing. Yeah. yeah, correct. So you had different nozzles for different size holes, obviously stoke charge and development. But with your development, basically, I'd overshoot the important holes. Your lifters always had extra bomb in it. Your shot hole always had extra bomb in it. Any hole in the burn, if I had enough bang at the time, you'd charge that burn to the arse and make sure you turned it to powder and make sure it kicked. Yeah. So 
from memory, I think I used to put 10 pumps in a standard hole, right? That's with the Orica twin ball pump. And that was, you'd push to the back and you hold your hose. Man, you've got to hold your hose so your, encap your encapsulation happens at the fucking toe of the hole where the booster is. You've got to make sure that it's contained in the bomb. Otherwise, you wind up with these fucking collars and not enough bomb in there. And so the arse ender of a lifter will go off. And you know how annoying that is on a jumbo trying to fucking bore around that and even oh, bogging it. Fucks the whole fly. Even fucks everything. It's a pain yeah. in the ass. It yeah. slows you down, you know. So, so when, when you're pushing, are you like, literally jamming? The hose hard up against the primer in the back of the hole, or you fucking obviously what, what, you're dealing with need a bit of bloody you're dealing gap. with explosives, man. Don't smash it against the end of the hole, yeah. Because frankly, it's designed to fucking go off, and you got a dead in it. That'd be a shit way to die, you know what I mean? But make sure that hose and the booster is at the back of the hole, and hold it there. The minute the hose starts to push itself, just apply a certain amount of resistance, just a little bit, so that you're forever pumping into existing emulsion. Okay, so you're not you're not letting the hose push itself out. You're putting a bit of a always, bitter, always bitter hold restraint. a bit of resistance. It's still pushing itself so it's, out. So it's so it's in the product. That's at right. The, at the collar of the product. Well, because otherwise you're going to wind up with a section of emulsion, no emulsion, a section of emulsion, no emulsion. It's all so, there. Yeah, well, you see that now. Well, you see that now. Like the bloody everything the, that many times. Whether it's like, look, there's fucking structures and contacts. Everything's always a structure or contact. There's a lot of lot of collars and shit where well, it, like, emulsion, it looks like it just decouples. It goes off at the back of the hole. The emulsion expands. It, if you've got full encapsulation at that point and it hits a structure and then it disappears, if you're mm. charging properly, it's gonna snap off where it's disappeared. Yeah. Right? The fact of the matter is, if you're charging that hole as far as it needs to go and there's fuck all in there, you're going to get a good finished product. I don't, re I don't reckon everyone does. I don't reckon everyone applies that resistance. I reckon they naturally just let the hose well, push it out. Let's be honest, mate. Development charge-up is a high-speed affair. Yeah. Right? It's, it's the second most loveless job underground to an underground fitter. <laughs> you're the first down the hole. You're the last out. Sometimes, relative to who your operators are, you're dealing with shit cuts. You know what I mean? So it's... It is a loveless job, and you want to get in, you want to smash it as quick as you can and get out and start looking at the next one. Give yourself the prep time and then carry on. So I understand why people are trying to pull it faster, but yeah. you're creating more work in the long run by not using the emulsion properly. Well, you're fucking us, are you? Fucking, you fuck everyone, are Well, the amount of butt that you leave, your scaling time increases. Collars, fucking exactly. toes, bloody, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's the, just the those, flow on effect of. That's right. Hey, look, like, hey, it's not always fucking charger. No, <laughs> like, like there's, a, there's like <laughs> absolutely sometimes, not. buddy. Yeah, don't worry, I'm fucking <laughs> spraying lifters or not putting enough oh, in or bloody. There's always off charge. Many fucking, a wild one in my time. You've mate. got to give it the best statistical chances possible to fucking that's know right. that everything you've done on your side is fucking and right. Let's be honest. You follow that simple rule, just hanging that hose in here and making sure that booster's encapsulated. Emulsion's yeah. nearly fucking idiot proof, man. Mm. So, because because every every I think the big thing as well about holding it at the end is like if there's any water in it, if the holes are hooking down. Holding it in pushes the water behind the emulsion column you're pumping in because if you leave that water at the end, the the booster goes off, creates steam, and just ejects the whole fucking emulsion well, you column. You can't compress your water. Yeah, that's and right. it doesn't. So yeah. that force has to go somewhere, and it's going to take the path of least resistance, the same as anything does, and it will spit your fucking emulsion. Yeah. You know, your holes don't have to be perfectly flushed out by the jumbo, but you need to make sure that your emulsion's where it fucking needs to be, pushing the water back. So. Because isn't every um, between say Orica Dinos, the other like the down assistant, all their are all their pumps different? How they because isn't bloody the Dino one? Isn't it just like one continuous one pump is a hole? 
Like uh, a, so there's a couple of different, different kinds. So I'm a fan of the Orica pump, twin ball pump. So you, you can hear it. It's a do, 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 do. So you count your pumps. You know how much you're putting in there. Yeah. A lot of the other ones are what they call like a worm-driven pump. So it's kind of like a corkscrew. So it'll turn on and feed emulsion through a worm drive. And basically, it's just a consistent noise. And it, that's why a lot of it goes to the computer. I, I don't like development cuts based on a computer because you've got to react to what's in front of you. Stopes, I can understand because you need to obviously you got uncharged collars for the there's a heap of different that variables yeah. that come with a stoke yeah you know what i mean so i just think the best way to control how good a face is going to pull is operator control based on emulsion at a face mm. that's why i like the pump because you can just hear it you carry on and you listen and even when you're the guy in the basket and you've got a newbie operator you can still hear what's going on with the holes he's charging you know what i mean so if he he miscounts and puts four in a lifter or four in a fucking hole in the burn or something like that. You go, what are you doing, dickhead? You know, you're not allowed to charge above him, but you'd be standing in the basket listening and watching what he's doing. Mm. And it's the whole point of teaching someone. So it just gives you that certain degree of control that I find better with the ball pump over the worm drive. You know, there's probably a lot smarter people out there than me that'll say the worm drive's more efficient and it's a consistent mate, feed or whatever. You're the fucking smartest man today, mate. You're the one on the microphone. Don't oh, even worry. Oh, do come on, come on and fucking uh, prove him otherwise, everyone, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there'd be plenty of fucking people. Go on if you bloody dare. But, hey, look, at the end of the day, I just think that horses for courses. I've only used a couple of different types of emulsion, but I still feel that Orica's the best, mate. Yeah. That, that's not a plug to them, cunts. If it's a plug, pay me some fucking money. But you know what I mean? At least they, I reckon they've got a real handle on how it should be done and yeah. the simplistic nature of their machine and how to use it is fucking sensational. So. What about, um? I think that's a big one. I reckon that people probably don't appreciate as much is the fucking the hose retraction and that whole process really being pedantic about keeping the bloody, that's how you keeping win. the column like, that is fucking. that is how you win, mate. There is yeah. there is no other methodology to fucking increasing your charge speed and having a good finished product. Yeah, you know I mean, if you are pulling that hose too fast or too slow, you're not doing it properly. Yeah. At the end of the day, and it takes time to learn this. You learn your machine, you learn your product, and you make it happen. Because what? How long do you hold? How long do you like rough? God, no, every friggin' hole and heading is different. How how long are you holding your hose at the end of the hole before you start? retracting it to push that shit but out you of hold the it there till it starts to push itself yeah right and then as it pushes itself you just keep a firm amount of resistance so that it encapsulates in the column yeah that's right that's that's what i reckon anyway yeah, yeah. horses for fucking courses i just said that but well you'd at say the same you'd- time we didn't have that many problems with the cuts pulling not pulling based on but it's it been was. it's been able to knock that shit off the face like like, like you know say if it pulls it might pull and still leave two or three hundred mil of shit on the front. It's like you want that knocked off. You, you well, want to sna- you want to snap clean. Yeah, and you right. don't and have at the to end of the day, if you're off. if you're having a small impact at the front with just enough to let the rest of the column off, I mean, it's you're not going to get that clean flush snap at the face, which is what mm. you want. You want just enough butt marks in the face that you can see where the holes were right. and pull to the fucking ass. That's it. What about primers with um, <clears throat> emulsion? D primers are the best primers I've seen. D and G primers, once again. Orica. So I think because they're, they're all fucking different letters and all the letters change between <laughs> Dino's, Orica and bloody everything. So they, which D? D is 
How thick and bloody long were they? Were they the long, skinny ones? No, skinny, small orange primers that sit in the end of your emulsion hose. Yeah. Right. They were the D primers that came from Orica. They are single-handedly the best for charging with emulsion. Because they're long, skinny, so you could get through. the. You get well, them up the hole. Well, easy. you could sit them in the hose and they'd stay in there. Yeah. So you have the capacity to move from a distance, like say your hole's not perfect or you're not in the exact right spot. It'll stay in there, man. You can float with it in the collar and then send it and it'll stay in the end. So that's probably one of the biggest increases of speed for charging a development cut mm. is being able to charge as many holes as you can from one position, you know. Because so. I had um, a trial I bloody heard about where they were using the, I think it was, wasn't the Orica ones, it was the, like the thicker ones, but they were more your cartridge ones, but they were... Um, you know, when you got scaly shit, they were getting stuck and, like, didn't have that bloody... I think, the, like, the ones you're talking about have got, like, that... Oh, they're, they're tiny, but they'd be... Thin. They'd be fuck all. They'd fit inside a 25 mil fucking polyline, you know what I mean? Yeah, and they're, but they've got that shape that you can sort of... They're not going to get restricted by they got bloody the rounded, rocks rounded and shit. rounded end on them, man, and you can still manage to yeah. work your way through them. Yeah. The biggest problem with non-clean holes or shitty ground is the actual hose itself with emulsion because the hose is a lot thicker and it's a lot more rigid you don't have that capacity to be able to twist and pull and especially if you get it stuck in the emulsion anyone that's done any emulsion charge you know exactly what i'm talking about they're a fucking nightmare to get out sometimes sometimes you don't get them and hook just, them on the basket and bloody yeah, yeah, all sorts of weird shit that. yeah oh, just don't tie ropes to them because you're fucking right up <laughs> but, but yeah exactly that and you need rags to try and pull them because it's yeah, it's like fucking whale cum, mate, the old fucking emulsion. It's just gluggy <laughs> shit. It's just shit, isn't it? It's it is gluggy shit. shit, but... Good that it's water-resistant, but everything else about it's shit. Nah, <laughs> it's fucking sensational till you, you get it on you. You love it. You love it. What about... um? Right, so... And what was the, the next one up, G-Prime? That was your big fat bastards, aren't they, Yeah, so they were the more like a cartridge-style booster, slightly bigger, generally yeah. used more for stopes and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. they packed a pretty fucking solid kick so if you had some shitty ground that wasn't pulling run those fuckers in your burn or your shot hole yeah yeah put some real big yeah they're doing that start. at golden grove running them for the yeah. um, shot hole send them up your shotty Two man shot and up. smash that first half real well yeah and you get a good kick make sure you're clearing that burn and then shoot into it key mm. principles of charging mate yeah it's good yeah 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 what about uh last bit of charging misfires Misfires. This is bloody the, the, the banes of our existence. <laughs> um, oh, they're all clipped on. And look, look, sometimes they are bloody all clipped on and it looks like something hasn't been clipped on. Age-old debate, mate, this one, and there's a million different ways to skin a pig. I've heard thousands of different fucking theories and why it works. And to me, it's from my experience in charging, I feel it's about how you run your green cord. Yeah, I mean, if you... Mm, interesting. <clears throat> Everyone says your green cord whips and blah, blah, blah. But it fucking explodes, man. It's gone by the time the fucking... I've seen, I've seen a video where they laid a green cord out along a big, long road and let it off, and the the burn mark along the road was dead straight. Yeah. It, it doesn't whip. It explodes, mate. It doesn't it's, whip. It's not it goes off whip. at 7 k's a second. It doesn't whip. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> and that's the soft one. That's the old green cord. So that used to go at 7, and then the red cord... Which was your ten pound cord? You burnt ten thousand meters a second. So it was, I never used to use the nylon one. We never had it back when I was charging. We used mm. to run the plastic coated green and red cord, so five and ten pound. Yeah. And <clears throat> they both had a different purpose, obviously. One it hit harder. Blah blah blah. But the way you run your green cord, I think, is important. How close you put it to knots. 
So if you've got to, say you've fucking come to the end of a spool on your green cord and you've got to join a new one on, you tie a fucking reef knot in it and then you run from there. So I mean, I think from memory, Orica says you shouldn't put a J-hook within 300 mil of that knot. Yeah. Right, simply for the the pieces that come off the coating of the green cord that explode have a capacity to sometimes cut your actual signal tube. So there was a lot of stuff that I've kind of made it my business to know if I wanted to be good at charging back then. And I mean, the angles which you run your green cord, they shouldn't be perfectly square. They should always be arched and probably no greater than I think 45 degrees. Oh, okay. So don't actually have like, like up on your perimeters, don't actually go full 90 across, no, actually never, ease never. it in. Yep. Well, because you're running the capacity for it, the fuck it. Yeah. Go. You know what I mean? So that I was- reckon everyone I've seen, buddy, yeah, you, you rarely see it art, like curved around. It's all very Which, sharp turn. Well, it should be. It should never be 90 degrees. I'm, from memory, like I said, this is a fucking long time ago I was charging. I'm pretty sure it was no greater than 45. Yeah, right. They want it, so it should be a nice curve. Yeah. So when I used to run my green cord, it was always, I did it how everyone did it at the start. You come up around the perimeter and then back up through the guts for the burn. Yeah. But I wound up changing it because I found a bloke by the name of Nick Joldescu, actually. It's this mad little wog cunt I was charging with for ages. He told me about the old McDonald's arches. It's pretty common knowledge now in this day and age. So it's just a giant M like that. You join everything across the floor and your two strands come out. So yeah. you're never crossing your shit over. You run it all from the top. And once you're done, you just drop it, mate. Fucking cut it off, you're finished. And then you can just move your way around and start clipping it all in. And you can charge a cut or a stripping and still run your green cord the exact same manner. So your end result's still the same. So your routine's faster because it's rinse and repeated doing the same thing every fucking day. You know what I mean? You just continue to do that on a drag cut, whatever the fuck you charge, it doesn't matter. Run your green cord that way and it'll just speed you up, man, because you're doing it the exact yeah. same fucking way as you have done every other day. So. Do you um always bloody what do they call it? Double itch the bloody over the clip or what? Are, what do they call it when you J hook? J hook. J hook. No, no, no. Just I use I use, use J hook for tension. Yeah, but then use it but your corners. You'll run the bloody tube over it. And- yeah. So when I need to anchor it off to put a bit of tension into the line, that's when I put my J hooks in. The rest yeah. of the time, I just clip it on, pull it through. Yeah. Because yeah. it makes no fucking difference. It That's what I was told too when I did my shop for us ages ago. The, 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 the trainer I had said, bloody, makes no mate. difference. Yeah. None, none at all. Or if someone's got a reason Can you clip there, them on shit? Like, can, like is there, can it be half clipped on and it's like... Yeah, you can fuck that up. Absolutely, yeah. So if you're pulling it on tight, not paying attention to what you're doing, you'll find that sometimes one of the actual J hooks will be on and the other one won't. And enough. the green cord will actually avoid your signal chip. Yeah. So you can do that. So pay attention what the fuck you're doing. Number one, that's probably the best way to avoid misfires. Mm. Actually have a look. And then make sure they're hooked on. Number two, that's probably the biggest cause of why the fuck we get them. Yeah. And you follow those simple rules, like, you know what I mean? Look, keeping them away from your knots. Don't put too much angle on them. And because that's where you get the capacity for blowouts and cutting signal tube. And I'd try not to leave too much signal tube off the collar of the hole from where you're running your green cord. It, all it's doing is spitting rocks away from it from the start. So the capacity to cut that off, if you've got, say, fucking two metres out of a 4.9 metre LP hanging out, well, it's fucking got to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So keep them relatively close to the collars of your holes, man, and eliminate that. By the time the green cord's gone off and your burn's pulling, signal tube's already making its way back through the collar of every other fucking hole on the face. 
Well, can't fucking happen, can it, really? So you keep everything pretty tight, like yeah, fucking real yeah, tight, like no, tight. Not, not super tight. But not bloody, not dangling like fucking. I'm not running two metres of fucking single tube out of the hole, but, you know, look, yeah. a couple of hundred ain't going to kill you. Mm. You know what I mean? All relative to where it is. I try to keep the burn as tight as you can because that's going to go, you know. Fuck, a zero fires in like 0.25 of a millisecond and then a number one's like 0.2 or something fucking yeah, ridiculous yeah. like that. They're all going off quick as fuck. Yeah. So you keep them collars nice and tight, man. Excuse me. And um, that's what I find always produced a pretty good result. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm no fucking charge-up guru, but... Oh, we were bloody from the ground floor today, mate. We're representing the ground floor. <laughs> I'm no fucking guru, but at the same time, you know what I mean? There's more of my cuts fired than didn't. So yeah, yeah. It's the only way you can look at it. That's how you wig someone out on a plane. <clears throat> you go say, fuck, if someone doesn't like flying, you're like, more, you know, more planes have taken off than landed. <laughs> Get some go. Well, there's more planes in the ocean than there is in the fucking sky, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> you try not to fucking tell fragile people these yeah, things too yeah, much, yeah. but yeah, fucking oh. Oh, beautiful. That's bloody, mm. that's a good quick, brief, bloody charge up highlight 101. Because we did a couple of charging episodes, but it's good with, um, oh, with Megsy and oh, bloody oh, Tez Jersey. Oh, fucking That Megs, was a good yeah. one. They were bloody, they had some great ideas, but it's like, yeah, fucking the more, the more people you get that have fucking done shitloads of it, like yourself, you all got fucking tricks. Because go, they're, they're, go back thing. to the basics, man, and don't complicate it. Yeah, it's a simple process. Well, once you've got your wrapped around it. So biggest things out of that would be the fucking resistance on the emulsion hose, making sure that is fucking fully bloody coupled that whole that whole column. Because on which how, I reckon people probably let it naturally push out a bit and then don't hold it back. People yeah. are in a hurry and they start to the yeah. pull. They naturally want to pull it faster, yeah. but what they're doing is fucking things in the long run. So that's a big one. And then the <laughs> obviously the um, easing the bloody green cord around the, the deck cord around the corners and everything instead of going the sharp 90 up the corner and stuff that's mm. a bloody good one there you go fuck there me we'll solve the sort of fucking solve the matrix mate uh, problems of the fucking world all, <laughs> all sorted after four beers yeah bloody beautiful <laughs>